Hey, welcome. You're listening to the Leader Like You podcast to inspire and help you get more of what you want more of the time with less hassle, less resistance, and more buy-in in all areas of your life. My name is Robert Kahn, coach, trainer, and consultant, also the creator of the Leader Like You method. I'm sitting down to bring you my thoughts and ideas and the lessons learned along the way and how to make a positive impact wherever you go. Eddie Van Halen died recently at the age of 65. Van Halen was an American rock band formed in Pasadena, California, active in the 1970s and 1980s. I love his music, and I have to share the shift in energy that I experienced in a training room during breaks or in the morning every time I put on my favorite song, Jump. Now, not only was he a great musician and band leader, He also used an element of leadership to protect his people and his band, which I call the sponsor. It's one aspect of the leadership septagon. And the sponsor is somebody who stands up for and protects their people. Van Halen staged huge productions. And a little background. They had very complicated stage shows in the 1980s and one that demanded the attention of promoters and the people moving the band's equipment. What did Van Halen actually do? Well, he was the first to take what were called PARs, parabolic aluminized reflector lamps. Apparently took about 850 of them around the country. And at the time, it was the biggest production ever. One that required getting their production in and out of older buildings that were usually built in the 1950s and the 1970s. And these buildings were usually not wired or set up for these kind of PARs. So Van Halen inserted what are called contract riders into the terms and conditions. He had a notable effect on the modern rock music tour industry with their use of these contract technical riders. And they were the first band to use the riders to specify a wish list, a practice which now apparently is used throughout the industry music and performing arts. They also pioneered extensive requirements, including power availability and stage construction details. Some of the elements on the wish list were quite surprising. For example, fruit, fresh fruit platter, including apples, oranges, grapes, pears, melons, kiwi fruit, and whole bananas, hot drinks, hot coffee, brewed, not instant, hot water for tea, Lipton black tea bags, natural and herbal tea bags, e.g. celestial seasoning one, and one pound Tupelo honey, 12 fresh lemons with knife and cutting board, cream and sugar. Note, water and coffee must be kept continuously warm with electric hot plates, urns, or other suitable devices. Munchies, potato chips with assorted dips, nuts, pretzels, M&M's, warning, absolutely no brown M&M's, 12 Reese's peanut butter cups, 12 assorted Dannon yogurt on ice. So it's interesting that they specify this bowl of M&M's with all the brown M&M's removed. And this was to be placed in their dressing room. And most people thought that this list and specifically the brown M&M's was out a sense of entitlement. 
that we're artists and we can demand whatever we want. It had nothing to do with that. It was a focus on safety. According to David Lee Roth, this was listed in the contract, not because the band wanted to make capricious demands of the venue. Rather, it was a test of whether the venue actually read and honored the terms in the contract because it also contained other requirements involving very legitimate safety concerns. Now, if the bowl was present and the brown M&Ms removed and the knives and the yogurt and everything was there, the band could also assume that the other legitimate technical riders were being fulfilled to their satisfaction. If the brown M&Ms were not removed, they wouldn't stay. And this is a huge message for me as a leader, is we need to stand up. We need to protect our people. We need to have an attention to detail, which is unfailing. There's certain imperatives we simply can't let go. So they had a focus on safety. And apparently their concern for safety was real. Because in other earlier tours, not only was equipment damaged, several members of the road crew were nearly electrocuted to death, both due to inadequate safety and lack of preparation on the part of the local venues. And so beyond capriciousness, beyond entitlement, Van Halen stood up for his people, produced great music, great songs, great energy, and kept his people safe while he was doing it. So at the end of the day, the question is, how do you as a leader? What is your leader-like way of standing up for and protecting your people these days? Thanks for listening. I'd be interested to hear questions, comments, and discoveries, how you stand up and protect your people. Be leader-like. You've reached the end of another episode of the Leader Like You podcast. Connect with us at leaderlikeyou.com. And don't forget to sign up to our mailing list to receive the newsletter and our free materials. See you at the next episode.